Storms, We Have God Too. Written by Michelle Carter Douglas, Rylan Douglas, Arlessa R. Douglas, Patrick M. Douglas. This collection of prayers is offered to the home for parents and their children. Not only focusing on relationships between husband and wife, but the relationships between parent and child, child and parent, and people within the community. James 5.16, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Behind our closed doors, we pray together and we offer our fervent prayers to the world. 1 John 5.14 And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. Sharing a prayer from the book. Strength in our marriage. God is our strength. Heavenly Father, as my spouse and I come before you, we send praise and gratitude. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you for everything you have done for us, both as individuals and together. As I hold my spouse's hand, we give our praise. Please, Sovereign Lord, cover our homes, our lives, our families with the blood of Jesus. At times, the wind consumes us, and we begin to feel as though we are drifting apart. Seldom have the raging waters tried to drown our hopes and dreams. We ask you, Almighty God, to embrace us and give my spouse and me strength. Give us strength, Heavenly Father, individually and in our union. Give us the strength and endurance during opposition of the enemy's tactics. Give us the strength during temptation. Give us the strength to endure physical and mental trials. Oh, Heavenly Father, strengthen our mind, heart, spirit, and souls. Yes, Father, we find refuge and strength in your holy word and presence. We find strength calling on your holy name. We have strength in your divine love and nurturing presence. Heavenly Father, you are our strength in our marriage with God. We can survive all things. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. This book is available right now on Amazon.com. studying in the word. I am Minister Douglas in the name of Jesus. It's a blessing. This is our eighth season. Uh, Last season, there was a lot of growth, a lot of blessings, a lot of wildernesses, a lot of exoduses, a lot of tests. And we are just so thankful and grateful to be here this evening in the day the Lord has made. 
we serve a loving, just, gracious, merciful, and amazing God, Jehovah Jireh, Elohim, El Shaddai. Yes, yes, in the name of Jesus. God, I am. Hallelujah. Praise you, oh God. With that being said, uh, we have brothers Patrick and Brylin Douglas, Sister Arlesa Douglas, Sister Patricia Carter, amen. Sister Nicole might be able to join us later. She was blessed with the most gorgeous little grandbaby, my great niece. Yes, Melina. And we are just so thankful. Congratulations to the Larkin family, Jake, Patrice, and Melina, and Nicole, and great-grandma Pat. Great-grandma Pat, how are you doing today? Mommy? Oh, I'm blessed. Okay, amen. You know what? She, you know she's getting used to that great-grandma. I think she was looking around. <laughs> great-grandma Pat. Amen. Yes, it that is. Grandmother, a mother, a great-grandmother, because, you know, some people don't get to see the next generation. That is true. That is true. And we are truly blessed. I'm a great aunt. Um, your great-grandmother is truly, truly a blessing. Truly a blessing. Um, would you do the honors, our sister, and bless us with prayer? Mm -hmm. 
all the honor and glory. And just ask you to help us to win the same cure. Yes, yes, in the name of Jesus. Thank you so, so much, Sister Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before we get started with reading our daily bread uh, for today, I, I do want to take the time <coughs> to thank everybody that has blessed us with listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast. Um, and also, I, I just want to say, you know, thank you to our Heavenly Father, because God truly is a teaching God and just an all around healing God. And we all deal with things uh, every day. And one of which I'm blessed to be a minister and be called to this purpose. Um, and just to to see people in different fashions. Um, I know one of the things that I deal with every day um, is just understanding how people can be biased or prejudiced um, and discriminate against people because of their race, color, disability, and what so forth. So, you know, that's my continued prayer is that people are able to treat people how they want to be treated, how people can see people in the vision and how God wants to see them. Also, I pray over myself that I'm not offended by ignorance and I'm not offended by different things that uh, is attendant to uh, make me just want to give up, give up with the, the ministry and give up with having a hope of helping someone, you know, not to brag or boast, but there's many a people that our ministry has helped. There's many a people that has helped me, my kids, and I have, and me and my kids have helped them, you know, I just don't want to encounter ignorance and have that feeling of, you know what, I'll keep my money to myself because that's not what God is about. That's not what is being Christian-like is about. God didn't give up on the world. So how can I, a servant of God, give up on anybody? Amen? Amen. Um, any thoughts of what I just said? Anyone, anyone want to share anything? Because again, Bible study is a learning platform where we can express our thoughts and opinions and receive spiritual feedback and guidance and chastening. Amen. Sister Pat. I think she has it on mute. Sister oh, Pat, oh, you're fine. And then I was looking for my phone. Mm -hmm. Oh, bless her heart. Any thoughts, Sister Pat? Uh, okay, okay. Yes, ma'am. 
Um, our podcast, Setting in the Word, um, has 147 followers and 2,201 plays. We are listened to in the United States, the United Kingdom, Malawi, Hong Kong, Germany, Singapore, and the Philippines. With uh, our listeners are primarily from Spotify and Spotify for podcasters. So we have a demographic of uh, 59 to 18 or 18 to 59. So we are truly blessed by that. And we plan to reach even more people. Um, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Who would like to um, read the daily bread dated for today? Anyone? Oh, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Which day the bread was It is September the 29th. I thought I gave you September's. I didn't? It is... It, it has a lion on the front cover. I got to get October's down there. It's towards the very back. Uh, giver's heart. It has a, two lions on the front. Or it's either a lion in a mirror. Here, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Do you have it, Mommy? Take your time while we are waiting for Sister Pat to get her daily bread here, Patrick. We can um, take a break, and we're going to take a break, and we are going to uh, come back. And we will have the Daily Bread reading and discussion. And also, we will, um, after that, we'll take a break and then we'll get into a preliminary study where we're going to be talking about the emotion of anger. Um, Another thing in this season, um, we are going to have a breakdown of the uh, disciples chosen by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the reason why is because I think sometimes uh, the adversary, he allows people to focus on imperfections. There is no perfection here on earth by people. We are all in the flesh. So we all say things, do things that uh, are are not right. 
you know, like I said, I, I, I struggle with uh, fussing, you know, and I, I just have this philosophy that one of which um, I just have this thing when people about racism and discrimination. So, any thoughts, Sister Pat? No. Okay, amen. So, we will come right back uh, with studying in the word. Amen. Every finishing point has a beginning. In our lives, every hardship we faced brought about a new beginning, a new horizon, a new triumph. Beginning of a new is just one short story written by author Brylon Douglas in his book, My Purpose Ordained by God, collection of adventure and short stories from an autistically gifted child. From the adventures of Jerry Young, who disguises himself to hide from the world, to Mama, please don't go. Another heartfelt short story about a young girl named Mindy who fears losing her mother. Take this inspirational journey through this book written by Brylon Douglas and available right now on Amazon.com. Amen. Welcome back to Studying in the Word. Today is September the 29th, 2023. Uh, who, oh, Sister Arlessa, would you like to read Daily Bread dated for today? Would you come over here, like, just to make sure they could pick up on the audio? So I'm reading today's Daily Bread, A Giver's Heart. Um, at the top for the verse, it's from Proverbs 11, um, chapter 11, verse 25. And it says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever uh, refreshes others will be refreshed. Oh, so on our last day in Wisconsin, my, oh, in Wisconsin, sorry. My friend brought her four-year-old daughter, Kinsley, to say goodbye. I don't want you to move, said Kinsley. I hugged her and gave her a canvas hand-painted fan from my collection. When you miss me, use this fan and remember that I love you. Kinsley asked if she could have a different fan, a paper one from my bag. That one's broken, I said. I want you to have my best fan. I didn't regret giving Kinsley my favorite fan. Seeing her happy made me happier. Later, Kinsley told her mother she was sad because I kept the broken fan. They sent me a brand new fancy purple fan. After giving generously to me, Kinsley felt happy again. So did I. 
in a world there in a world that promotes self-gratification and self-preservation we can be tempted to harbor instead of living with giving hearts however the bible says that a person who gives freely gains more proverbs chapter 11 verse 24. Our culture defines prosperity as having more and more and more. But the Bible says that a generous person will prosper and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. God's unlimited and unconditional love and gener generosity continuously recharges us. We can each have a giver's heart and create unending giving cycles. Because we know God, the giver of all God's good things, never gets tired of providing abruptly. How has the generosity of others helped you get closer to Jesus? How can you put someone else's needs above your own this week? Dear God, help me give us, help me give as generously as you've given to me. Amen. That's the end of the reading. Amen. Amen. Did you want to answer that question, Arlessa? Um. Well, I'm still uh, writing my answer. Maybe one somebody else wanted to go. Sure, first. sure. Uh, come back over. Yes, in the name of Jesus, uh, Sister Pat, would you like to answer, Brother Pat, Brother Violet? Anybody want to share their response? And they think about that it was just, you 
car wasn't that much, but I said it was everything the nigga was out of hand. Yes. When you don't have and somebody gives you something, that's everything. Yes. That's everything. Yes. If somebody does for you, and you know, you need to do this particular thing for you or something like say you need a ride somewhere or you need help doing something in the home or something. That's everything because you couldn't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's everything. And it knows, it gives you the confidence knowing that somebody cared enough to think about you. So you have to pass that on. Yes. And I think <coughs> we can't put somebody else above our own all the time. You know what? You you are so so right, and I needed to to hear this. I needed to hear this today because a lot has been going on. You know, it just seemed to me the more I was showing kindness, the more I experienced hate. I mean, really pure hatred and and dissension and loathing to where I shared um, on social media, um, you know, uh, my cousin, you know, um, your cousin as well, distant cousin, calls me and before she says anything, she goes right in, congratulations, have you even seen her about my great niece? And she then said, because I'm speechless at this time, because I remember as a child watching Bambi and there was a scene with Thumper and um, he's getting, you know, a little scolded and and they asked, uh, what does your father say, Thumper? And he Pass his little feet and he says, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And that stuck with me as a child. And so I'm speechless. And then she goes to say, I seen a picture of everybody holding her. Your mother I saw holding her and instantly when I was about to say something in the flesh, my sister Nicole calls in. That's God. Because out of my mouth was going to fly some words. Okay? So Nicole calls, I conference her in and I tell Nicole basically what she was saying and Nicole goes in and she just gives the glory to God talking about you know what God has given and she says well I don't think she meant it that way and I knew how she meant it but I was quiet so Nicole begins to give the testimony but after the testimony she begins to give the inquisitive question And so in that, it was revealed that our cousin did have an ulterior motive. 
to try to create something that wasn't there. And so after that, I just noticed a series of things of, of from calls to different comments and whatever that began to, to irritate me. And so for yesterday and today, my spirit has been a little off because I, for one, I don't know how to take that. And, and Sister Pat, I want you to be honest and forthright. Would you have described me as a child as always wanting to help others? Or do you think that came later in life? Did you see that quality throughout my life? I'm just curious. Especially my one cousin, I told him about giving me uh, his uh, change and to hold the rocks because the rocks was going to turn the diamonds. But I'm talking about the quality of giving and caring. That's what I'm talking about. Did you always see that quality in me, or did when did in, talking in the aspect of like charity wise that's what I'm talking about charity wise charity like giving like a a giving because like I could say for all of my kids I've seen that throughout their life even when they were young um like just having that giving spirit of wanting to help others So with that, I'm just saying, like, for me, I don't know how to take negativity. I I don't know how to take it. You know, I I just, I've never, I've never understood that. Well, I think negativity comes especially as your walk with the Lord. And I just, I mean, I've heard different pastor people say, and this was, you know, growing up in the church and I didn't understand it then. It took just a few years for to kind of understand the closer you are to God, the more Satan will try to knock you 
Yes. And with that being said, because like, and, and I needed to hear this word today, a giver's heart, because like, I understand it. I understand the hate now. I understand everything. The closer you are with God, that's because I see these other people doing all this stuff and meaning stuff that nothing seems to happen to them. And I was told by this because, you know, Satan ain't got to say, he ain't got to worry about what he already got. Mm-hmm. He wants what God has. Mm-hmm. And God always did say, and I understand. It ain't always going to be easy to walk with the Lord Mm-mm. because Satan is going to fight really hard for mm-hmm. those who are with God. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and 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 you, the fact that the adversary doesn't want me to have a giving heart. He, the adversary doesn't want me. And my kids to have a ministry to to yeah. help others. You know, today, uh, well, I had applied for uh, a donation at GFS, and so we had all the requirements. But the lady said um, that they would prefer to do a fundraiser. So I look up on their thing about the fundraiser, and they talk about the cookie dough. And so when I went to inquire about the cookie dough fundraiser, they acted like they didn't know anything I was talking about. And so then when I was given the the email from GFS, they said something about athletic fundraisers. We're not an athletic organization. We're a ministry of public charity. And, and then when I called <clears throat> another company, um, it was this thing about uh, they no longer do fundraisers because, you know, that was the old part of the company. Um, and then they said they didn't know if I could purchase the cookie dough um, to sell it, you know, at a higher price to get a profit. And I was offended by that um, because we're a nonprofit organization and I felt if I were another race, would that have been said to me? You know, and and again, you know, I'm of the flesh. I could take things in different perspectives. I'm I'm human, but the thing of it is, is I have a teachable spirit. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I have no problem talking about uh, my wrongs, my sins out in the open. You all know when I talked about uh, when I fell short and I fornicated uh, early this year, or was it last year? But, you know, I talk about it because, and, and that's why the Lord gave this title of Behind Closed Doors Ministries. And, you know, there's jokes out there about our, our name. You know, people say, oh, BCD Ministries. That's how they pronounce our, our acronyms, but it's okay. And you know what? I love the fact that God allows me to rant and rave and he provides those teaching, protecting angels that are blessingly my kids, my mom, my sister, 
Um, and I, I, I call, I call Reverend Monica, my other mama and, uh, 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 sister Eunice Curtis, my other mama and, uh, mama Bryant, Rose Bryant, you know, and, and it's, it's a blessing to be around strong women who help and, and, and tell you and give you guidance. Another one, uh, Mama Reynolds, you know what I'm saying? It's just a blessing to be around people that know the word of God and don't have a problem with sharing the word of God to help you. Amen. So with that being said, back to the situation of the cousin calling, you know, the adversary looks for a foothold. You know, and then she went on to say other lewd things, you know, that just was not even, it just didn't even make any sense. But going to this giving heart, I thank God for building me in the fashion that he's built me and built my children and built my family because, and, and some of my close friends, you know, um, uh, Donna Greenwood Harkham from Virginia donated towards our back to school giveaways. You know, people donated out of the kindness of their own heart, their giving heart. You know, and I'm going to keep on doing it because fasting, I was fasting. I gave up getting my hair done, my manicure, my pedicure. I haven't bought new clothes for myself because I love what we are doing in a ministry. And I can't see my life not doing this. This is something that gives me joy. And if it's sacrificing materialistic and philosophical things. So be it. And in that fast, God blessed me with a job. He blessed my income. Literally, I could say I have money owed to me coming to me in two different sources that I haven't gotten yet, that I'm just waiting. I was blessed with uh, a sum of money from the ordeal that I went through last year. Uh, not a whole lot, but it was more than what I had. You know, and I was able to pay bills. It wasn't a whole lot, but I was able to get my not my niece something and, and give my mother a little something and my kids a little something. It, you know, those are the things... And when people say about, oh, you, you know, you put your money into the ministry and stuff, it's a thing called tithing. God blesses me and my household every single day in every aspect of the way. God has blessed my mother to be 70 years old. And she gets around better than I do. 
we don't go through things. And that is because Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, he is my banner. He's my covering. He's my fortress. He is my head of protection individually and collectively. And I'm going to give him what he is due. And that's it. Because there's one person I am not going to contend with, and that's God. I am not going to get on God's bad side. I'm not going to do it. I ran from God in 2009, and I had a stalker in 2010. I lost my mind. I was drinking. And people want to throw it up in my face. I don't care. What I go through, I could talk about. I'm not ashamed of anything I've said and did. I talked about it. I wrote about it. I'm good. And when you give an accurate and a full account in public, that, that is a weight lifted off of your chest that a lot of people can't do. And I'm totally grateful for this learning piece today because I know that God created me and all of you with a giving heart. And that's what sets us apart. Amen? Amen. Amen. And I don't know too many people that's willing to take a job because I could have sat and been on a budget. I could have. Because I was not actively seeking employment outside of what I was doing. I wasn't comfortable, but I was on a budget. And through my fast and through talking, through prayer, supplication, because that's what prayer and supplication is. Prayer and supplication is not just asking God for what you want, what you need. It's about praying to God what you think that you want and you think that you need and allowing him to supply the accurate need, but giving up stuff what you think you need, okay? See, we all want God to sacrifice, but we don't want to sacrifice for God. God don't work that way. So I said, you know what? I'm going to set this aside. Tomorrow, I'm blessed. I get my hair done. But before I go and, and spur to do other things, I have other obligations. Because charity starts at home. So I said, one of the other things I want to do that I haven't done in a while, I want to take my mother out for breakfast. Her and Mrs. Curtis. You know, I said, that'll be nice. Then I want to take my kids out for a breakfast, you know? So with that being said, I love to talk, everybody. I know. Anybody else have anything to say about our assignment? Sister Pat? No, I'm good. Sister Alessa? Um, so 
With me, I have about the generous heart. So when the question was asked, how has the generosity of others helped you get closer to Jesus? And how can you put someone else's needs above your own? This week, so I put for the first question, generosity from others has helped me get closer to Jesus through kind acts I've had with my family. For example, my mother has always given back to help people in need. Um, even before we had our ministry, when my mother was younger, before she had children, she helped someone with giving them money for food. I've had people be kind as well to myself. And then I also put um, for the second part, like how does it help you get closer to Jesus? I say going to Bible study and reading the word I've had Jesus' generosity, um, feeding the hungry. Like, this was for Jesus. Jesus is like, um, he, he's always feeding the hungry, healing the sick, and he died on the cross for my sins. Jesus' heart was, and still is, very big and filled us with his love and truth. And then for the second part, um, I have... Or how can we put someone else's needs above um, your own this week? I put how I can put someone else's needs above my own would be to put myself in their shoes. Um, understanding that my needs may be different from theirs and to show, you know, pace, patience and just to understand, like, you may not have it worse than others, but to come from a place of understanding and then I just want to go back to the passage that said, um, in a world that promotes self-gratification and self-preservation, we can be tempted to harbor instead of living with giving hearts. However, the Bible says that a person who gives freely gains more. I think sometimes we have to understand, like, when my thing is when you're giving truthfully, I don't need that, like, gratification from the world. Mm -hmm. Now, is it good for people to see it, for example, so they can pass it along? Okay, yeah. But I think what people keep forgetting is what also God talks about is, like, your good deeds will go on waver. Like, Jesus gave so much to the world yes. and helped, and he was treated like dirt. He was mm -hmm. literally mm -hmm. spat mm -hmm. in his face. That's disgusting. And and I think, too, um, also it talks about our culture defines prosperity as having more and more and more. But the Bible says that a generous person will prosper and whoever re refreshes others will be refreshed. So I think if you mm. know that you're, that you're coming from a place of giving with the heart of what Jesus had, you'll prosper more. I think coming from a place of being generous and being kind, like some people have it to do it for ulterior motives and to do it for brownie points and to do it for TikTok and YouTube. Not saying that everybody that Ooh, does you that, preaching, you preaching. Not saying that everybody that does that is. With only a few minutes until they could exit to Koenigsegg Parkway. The roads and traffic take a turn for the worse. Readers and friends, 
The angel of death was near. Sterile and John prayed silently to Almighty God. Are they spared? Everyone hopes for a perfect love story. Some people dream of taking an adventure. In a small town named Poughkeepsie, New York, a couple and six young adults will meet and change one another's lives forever. Take this journey in the adventures of Gurgle Boy, written by author Patrick M. Douglas. This book is available on Amazon.com. And he um, will go in and ask people questions about, um, oh, like, can you tell me uh, what Jesus did in the beginning? And if they get the question right, some of them don't want to answer, but if they get the question right, he's he he has blesses people with $25, $20, $50, maybe $100. And, and it's like, it's just the fact that giving back and a lot of them have been like, you know, I want to, I want to let you, you know, keep this for your ministry can give back to, you know, your ministry to help spread the word. And um, there's also been YouTubers that have given back to the homeless and shared Bible scriptures with them, Amen. preach the word and just understanding that they're not alone. And I think what people the world doesn't understand is, you know, we're coming to a point in our lives where it's very easy to become depressed and it's very hard to kind of get out of your own head and see that, you know, there is progress down the road if we all stick together. Um, and then also, I just wanted to say too about the economy, about like businesses, like family-owned businesses, they're struggling a lot. Like mm -hmm. people don't, and these YouTubers, they're showing that, you know, they're blessing their businesses to help and help feed uh, the community. And I think that's what we're, that's what we're trying, that's what we've been doing. And that's what we want to keep continuing to do, especially in our area to help because I know some people, you know, politics, I, I don't want to get too into it, but I, I do want to say, I think when it comes to ourselves in America, we're missing the point. Like we have people that are struggling mm -hmm. every day and they shouldn't be struggling. We have people that are going to work and they have a job, but they right. don't have enough money to right. pay their bills mm -hmm. or put food on the table. Mm -hmm. So they have to do various things to get extra money, mm -hmm. such as relying on the government or <clears throat> picking up an extra job mm -hmm. or doing something else to help put food on the table or get clothes for their children or just different things in general to help survive. And it's like we have, you know, I know people might not like this, but, you know, we have our certain stuff that are in place with, I'm putting them all in the bunch. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, um, any other of the parties. I think we need to really 
get together and understand that at this point, yes, we have people that are on one side and the other, but at the same time, we need to understand that we need to help each other and we can't do this alone. We don't have any money coming in, but we're helping other countries, which is completely fine, I understand, but at the same time, there should be money put in place to help our own. Like I know with Ohio, with the whole Vaximillion thing that happened a couple years ago, uh, we had that and it was, instead of doing something where everybody that took the, the vaccine, okay, if you had got the, the Johnson or the Pfizer, either one of those. You give them 20, a gift card a gift of $25. Yeah. And, with, and I agree with that and like, and I love the fact that what you're saying is when it comes to the giving heart, God knows if you're genuine and it will show out in the open if yeah. there's an ulterior motive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that sets us apart. The fact that we, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. as a family have built something to help others because others have helped us. Yes. And, and I do think, too, you know, um, with everything that's going on, I just want people, our listeners, to understand, especially here locally in Ohio, uh, I want to help the people that we know here first so we, we're able to branch out and help. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we have the situation that's going on in Maui, and they haven't received any funds. So I would say if you are planning to donate to Maui, do not donate to any of the big organizations. Do it to their local Maui funding. Like I know there's um, there's a Maui donation for um, helping feed the hunger and it is through Maui. So mm-hmm. if you try to donate anything to Maui, donate it specifically to Maui's organizations. Don't donate to the big ones because evidently they're not receiving that money and it's it's talked about it's public news and i think we need to stop sugar coating it and acting like it's not happening when it is happening um i do also want to leave with the scripture um proverbs chapter 11 24 through 25 it says one person gives freely yet gains more another withholds what is right only to become poor a generous person will be enriched, and the one who gives a drink of water will receive water. So I just want to say to everybody, um, you know, don't stop, you know, being generous. Always be kind. Always try to understand where other people are coming from. And, you know, just treat others how you want to be treated. And we're all in this together. I know that sounds like a wildcat slogan, but seriously, we're all in this together. And, you know, God has our back. Jesus has our back, most mm-hmm. definitely. And uh, I think when we have more more podcasts, more videos calling out the hypocrisy and what is going on in our nation and how we are struggling as a people, we should not be putting up with it. So that's what I want to leave you with. And amen and God bless. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so, so much, Sister Alessa. And um, the one thing, uh, anybody else have anything to say?
Amen. Praise God. Amen. I think we hit everything on the yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. So, with that being said, we went over a lot today for our Bible study. Um, I was going to get into uh, anger, um, but I think what I'm going to do right now, hmm? yeah, we are going to uh, review that for our next Bible study. So the homework I would like for you all to do on the first day, uh, back today, I would like for you all to read Romans chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 15. And let's see. So that's uh Romans chapter 12, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 15, 15, what? 15. 15, and Psalm 37. That's your homework. We're going to review those three books, um, three chapters. And uh, Arlessa, would you bless us with the song? And then followed by the song, Sister Pat, if you will bless us with uh, prayer going out. Um, Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Um, oh, hello, hello. We had Bible study. We read. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no that's okay. Yes, while she's uh, singing the song, if you, huh? Who did? The, this thing? Yeah. Okay. While she's about to sing a song, if you want to quickly review a giver's heart uh, daily bread reading uh, for today, and then you could give your uh, your insight on uh, that reading, and then we'll leave out with uh, prayer. Yeah, you can say prayer since you're here. Yeah, go ahead, sing our lesson. Thank you. 
I'm just so blessed. She had to be. Okay. Well, I'll just tell uh, Sister Nicole a little bit. Uh, what we were talking about it was titled by the giver's heart, and it was from Proverbs 11, chapter the 12th verse. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And, you know, it's just basically talking about, you know, whenever you give, yeah. Well, we were always told, you know, it helps you. You can do it yourself. And it, we added, some of us asked the question, how has the generosity of others helped you to get closer to Jesus? And, you know, yes, the Spirit, you know, the guess of the Spirit tells us that, you know, we're supposed to be kind, loving. So how can you be kind of loving if you're greedy? You know, well, that's something to think about, too. Yeah, yes. yeah, I mean, yes. the opposite of generosity is being grief, grateful. So, you know, um, it's just taught me that if I care about my fellow man, then if they ask for something and I have it to give them, that I know that's how God wants us to be as Christians. We mm -hmm. want to be on another. Because when I know, when I see my Lord face to face, and he says, well, why did you turn the least of me away? And I said, no, I didn't. He said, didn't I say right here? When you turn away the least of them, you turn me away. So, yeah, you know, I, I just feel like that brings you definitely closer to God. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's actually to every fulfillment of the testament and what he teaches us to be as the followers of him. Amen. And, and you know, I remember something just came to mind too. Like every time it comes to me, I know I've told you both before, and I won't hold anybody long. It's your grandmother, my mother. She told me several times, she said, Patty, you have to treat people right. Because she said, when you get ready to leave this earth, you do not know who you may have to ask for a drink of water. Yeah. In other words, you don't know yeah. how you're going to be. Yeah. You may be on top for a while. You don't know how your health, your finances are going to be. Or you don't know who you're going to have to ask for some help. And that used to be me. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. And I also, you know, uh, with that said, um, like when Psalms 47, David says, God will make your enemy your footstool. Oh, yes, that's Lord. True. That's true. That is true. That is so, so true. And say, I ain't going to help you. You ain't nobody to me. Guess what? The higher you go up, the harder you can fall. You know? Mm -hmm. I have to say, you know, uh, definitely I agree with everything. You know, yes. I'm so sad I missed it. I'm so sorry. I just got done um, burping uh, an eight pound bag of fat. Oh, oh no, you did not. Oh, no, you did not. She had two more rolls, but I'll tell y'all about that another time. She got two more rolls. Oh. Now, brother, you got brother. Uh uh, you better not be talking about our baby. We we ready to fight. I'm just saying that we don't have a record album. 
Oh, no, she keep going. That's so cute. said, did you hear what your niece said? <laughs> I I said that's healthy way. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I said because you know how people would say like I know sometimes the sissy. I remember you would say like oh I got an extra roll and I'll be like no that's that's not true I don't know what anybody's talking about you told them that's healthy way. All right. Yeah. We we're 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 Melina's uh, advocates. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She her head up now. She, she smiles. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, she beautiful. tries to hold her own bottle. Oh, wait a minute. At a week yeah. old? She's drinking about three ounces per... Uh, per That's uh, you, Patrick. Because <laughs> Patrick was like, well, Brian, he was leaving the hospital with almost four ounces gone, so... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Patrice said, I just can't believe how much she like just looked at you and I like just uh catered to you and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, you know, well I know y'all everybody uh wants to uh you know have a chance to see her and so um Shell, our lesson, you know, Patrick Bryan just talked to me after service because yeah, I feel like she already knows y'all. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, my position working in the schools and, and working and stuff like that, I'm very cautious, you know, um, me. Yeah, I, yeah. That's just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just, I'm going to get my Tdap. Yeah, and I'll just wait till she get some more of her shots. I, we love that baby. And we going to spoil her. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what our family does with me. Yeah. Well, you know what you can do, too? Uh-huh. You can call Patrice sometimes and even tell her to put you on speakerphone. Yeah. And she can use voice. Yeah. You know, well, that, that is true. Yes. And I can sing to her, too. Who? I can sing to her, too. Oh, Arlessa's laughing at me, y'all. No, I was not. <laughs> Oh, I, just, I just had a tickle in my throat. That's all. Yeah, oh, yeah, we don't want, yeah, Pastor, if you start singing to her, we don't want Melina uh, to think there's a fire truck nearby. Woo, somebody hold me back. Somebody hold me back. Somebody hold me back. And you. Somebody hold me back. You know what? I'm going to make sure I buy her a rattle so she can throw and hit her grandma with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, that is right. Alessa said that's what she used to do when she was a baby, and that is true. You told me, you said when, you, when my mother... She said when she used to try to eat my like baby cookies, I hit her one time. I was like, "Oh wow!" Uh, don't play with her food. Don't play with her food. Ma, those little teething cookies are good. Telling on myself. Hey, what shells did you eat their baby food? Look, the strawberry shortcake is good. 
the baby carrots is good and those teething biscuits are good. What? The applesauce is good, yeah. I like the pears too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, those are good. Mm-hmm. I just want to interrupt y'all or mess up the service, but are you saying that you also are guilty of eating your baby's baby food when they were little? Yes, but you know, it was left over. But the, the teething, those teething cookie things, I did, I did eat a couple of them. Mm-hmm. I just did taste it to see if it was all right. That's all right. That's all right, Sister Pat. Uh, uh-huh. That's all right, Sister Pat. Okay. That means I'm going to have to lock the cabinet when uh, Melina gets older with her baby food. No, uh-huh. no, because I'm going to make sure I buy a box for her and a box for me. And we're going to sit there and eat them together. And whatever baby food jar she got, I'm going to make sure I pick up about 10 for her and two for me. That's my eating partner. She is so cute and precious. Yes, she and, is. And last week, and like I said, she puts her little head up. Yeah. Oh, I, bless her little heart. You got any more pictures? Yeah, I'm going to send them. I have a picture of her when um, Patrice was uh, feeding her, and I'll send that to you. Okay, and lead us out with prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, oh God, even though we weren't all together, Heavenly Father, and I got on last minute, but I still felt how powerful this service this evening mm-hmm. was, dear God. Dear God, whenever we come together in your name, we know that you are in the midst. So we ask you, Heavenly Father, just to continue to let us grow in our love and understanding of your word. We know everyone here, dear God, has a generous heart. So we just ask you, Heavenly Father, to continue to let us walk as one. Lord, we have so many things in store for Behind Closed Doors ministry. We have so many things in store for our family. With seeing children grow up, with seeing people get married, with seeing everything that we want to have for our children be fulfilled, dear God, and put them into your hand and to see all the fruits of our labor that you have given to us. It's just so grateful, and we're just so grateful for that. Again, the gift of the Holy Spirit yes, is that you cannot put by measure, dear God. So we just thank you. For giving us that gift. And yes, we just Lord. ask you to meet again to be with us, uplift us, and bring others towards you. This we pray in your holy, blessed name. Amen. 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 Love you all. Stay on the line. Stay on the line. How come it's not? I did. Who the fuck?